How you doing, everybody? It's the Mouth of the South, John Schiavone. This is Downtown Sports, and I'm coming to you because, you know, I've been listening to radio and talk, and I've even been listening back to this podcast, and I think the entire point of why we've been in this sports lull where we haven't had live sports since March is almost being forgotten. And I really am very happy that certain personalities have come out on air and said it, and certain personalities have come out to me personally and said it. Um, This is an opinion that I'm about to bring forth that's shared by Steve Summers, Russ Salzberg, Mike Francesa, and Patrick Creighton all. So I'd say that comes with very good authority, what I'm about to say. I believe that we should not have sports until January 2021 or until there is a vaccine. I don't think we should have live sports. Now, this is not to say that if live sports come back, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to boycott them. No way. I'm going to watch because I love sports, and if they're on and we could actually get them to play safely, then yeah, sure, I'd love to watch them. But now, we have a situation where DJ LeMayu for the Yankees is now tested positive for coronavirus. He's asymptomatic and things are going okay. Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves has tested positive. Mike Trout is on the fence whether he's going to go and play Major League Baseball or not. We've already had to shut down NBA camps, Miami is shut down, Denver has shut down, the bubble plan supposedly is still going forward as planned, but we have a situation where Orlando, the cases in Florida, specifically Orlando, are spiking at a rate that we haven't seen coronavirus spike in this country yet, so it ceased being just a coastal problem and now has become a big problem everywhere across the country. Cities in the South are being ravaged with it. Texas is being ravaged with it. Florida is being ravaged with it. These are the places that we were really trusting to hold some of the big sporting events that we were supposed to have in 2020. So the NBA is now supposedly looking into a possible alternate plan to Orlando if the cases keep going the way they're going. So the NBA return is in jeopardy. The Major League Baseball return could also be in jeopardy. How are you going to expect players to fly and play in cities that are completely ravaged with COVID? I mean, who's going to want to go play in Tampa right now? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near the states of Florida or Texas or anything like that. So if I'm Major League Baseball, I'm getting really concerned because a lot of my big players are saying that they're not going to play. Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. Washington Nationals, that man is an icon in D.C. for that team, and he's sitting out the year. This is going to be probably his last season. He might not come back next year, Ryan Zimmerman. Who knows? Maybe he won't be able to play after the year off. He's had a very, very, very long career in Washington, and a lot of people thought he was going to retire last year once they won the World Series. I was one of them. He's saying he's not going to play in 2020, even though this could be his last year. You have 
a lot of players, Ian Desmond's another example, that he doesn't want to play because he has a pregnant wife and he doesn't want to risk contracting coronavirus and giving it to his pregnant wife and their possible newborn child. So uh, to me, it almost seems foolish to go ahead with some of these things, but they're going to do what they want to do. There's a lot of money at stake and there's a lot of money on the line. And I completely understand that. So if they appear on TV, I'll watch. But what I wanted to do with the rest of my time here is explain the one sport that I think actually has a shot to get this done. I think we will see sports in 2020, even though I really don't think there should be sports in 2020. But the NHL, supposedly it's being reported that they have made a final decision. There's no 110% official word yet, but the word around the entire world in the sports world and ESPN and a whole bunch of other places that are following the NHL is that they're going to have their season bubbles in Edmonton and Toronto. Those are the two Canadian cities that they think they're going to do this in. Now, I think the NHL might actually have a chance of pulling this off because Canada does have the coronavirus under much better control than the United States of America does. That's just facts. So we know a little more in those cities about spread and all of that. And I think we could possibly keep the players safer in Canada. And then we actually might be able to have NHL on TV and actually see a Stanley Cup champion in 2020. I think the NHL is a great opportunity here. Now, if I were other leagues, what I would do is I would start talking to the Canadian government, especially the NBA. If I were the NBA, I would start talking to the Canadian government about how can we possibly hold our season in one of your cities. Now, you're thinking the only city that has a basketball team in Canada right now is Toronto, but the NHL might already be there, so why would we can't use Toronto, so where would they play? Any of the hockey arenas in Canada could be outfitted to host an NBA game. All you'd have to do is put hardwood over the ice. I mean, they do it at Madison Square Garden all the time. So all you have to do is put hardwood over the ice, set up a basketball court, put up the hoops, make sure everything's regulation, and off you go. So if I was the NBA, maybe I would start taking a look at Canada and see if they could uh, get out of this Orlando plan as quickly as possible. Although the good thing about the Orlando plan is Disney, and hopefully the spike in the virus will cause the government to say, hey, we're not going to open up Disney World or Disney Parks. And then if that entire area is not populated, then maybe we could hold the NBA in Orlando, but then again, this city around the bubble is completely messed up. So you're going to be relying, as you know, Keith Smith said on the last full episode of Downtown Sports, on local crews to come in and shoot the game. Those local crews live in the local city that's around the bubble. So if you are having spread around the city of Orlando like wildfire, how are you going to trust that anybody or any member of that camera crew is going to be able to come into the park safely? and not spread coronavirus to NBA teams, broadcasters, you name it. Anybody who's in the bubble can catch it from one of these people, and they could be asymptomatic and just not know. And it wouldn't be anybody's fault. But then 
you know, a whole team gets coronavirus because one cameraman worked at a specific game and he had the virus and you're indoors and everyone contracts it. So, you know, the fact that Orlando is getting higher and higher and higher in case count and the fact that Florida is just exploding with COVID right now, it, it makes the Orlando plan almost not workable unless you were to do this, which would be travel in your own crew that you've tested and make them live and stay in the bubble along with the players because then you could guarantee that they're not sick, and I'm sure they could accommodate that, so perhaps that's the way forward. But the fact remains that until there's a vaccine or some sort of treatment that could lessen the symptoms that would, you know, prevent it from spreading, that could help stop the spread of the virus. So basically, until we have a vaccine, I really don't see how we could guarantee player safety. Players themselves have said it's going to be really hard for them to follow these rules. Some of them are opting out because of it. Some of them are opting out because they're afraid of getting sick. Some of them are opting out because of money. Some of them are opting out for whatever reasons that they happen to be opting out for. But in a situation where we have a deadly pandemic, where we don't even know the final long-term side effects, that's another thing that athletes are thinking about that I don't think us as the general public have thought about. A guy like Kevin Durant, someone like Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert specifically, I would love to see how they act and how they play on the court and their physical wherewithal to play because we don't know what kind of damage this virus does to your organs internally. We have no clue of long-lasting damage. There have been studies recently that are coming out saying the virus causes permanent lung damage, permanent kidney damage, permanent heart damage and you know these players make their money and make their living using their bodies if they only come back like 85 to 90 percent with lingering health problems and maybe only 90 percent of their breath capacity how are they going to how are they going to continue having a professional career so you know, a lot of athletes might just opt out and say, hey, I, maybe the years on my body aren't going to do me good, but getting COVID might age me more than staying home a year or two. So these are a lot of things that I think we're not considering. But the one thing I really want to just leave this rant off with or this conversation that we're having off with is this. We are expecting young men, young women, ages 18 to about 40, to go on a field and put their health and their family's health, their parents, their grandparents, their children's health at risk for our entertainment. I appreciate the athletes for doing this. If sports do come back, I'm going to watch If not for any other reason, well, I'm a sports fan, so I'll watch anyway. But if not for any other reason, then I want to watch because I'm going to respect the sacrifice and the risk that these athletes are taking just so that I could put on a game of sports 
with my family and watch and enjoy it during a very terrible time in our country and in our society. I appreciate their sacrifice and I will watch. But I hope that leagues and officials start to get their act together and realize that sometimes there are things that are just more important than sports. I'm the Mouth of the South. This was Downtown Sports. We'll hit you with a full episode on either Tuesday or Wednesday. And like I said, I'm a sports fan for life, but I'm a human being first. I will watch. We will cover the games. We will do everything that a sports podcast does, and I will have a lot of fun doing it. But I just really hope and pray that this doesn't turn into a gigantic calamity where we start up leagues and then teams get sick, whole teams of people get sick, and we lose players, players lose loved ones. I just hope and pray that if we do bring sports back, it goes off without a hitch. This was Downtown Sports. I'm the Mouth of the South, John Schiavone. Thanks for listening.